I had a fry every day this summer. Working on building sites. You know, now again, we didn't win, so maybe it wasn't the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been there, the food and the pasta. <laughs> OTB AM. Live, weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Some of these critics, these pundits. I absolutely adore them, lads. I have unbelievable time for them, but they're a great bunch, but it's not acceptable. I'd like to play the hard man when, when they're on it. It's not very pleasant when you're trying to manage a team. All you're looking for is a bit of civility and a bit of decency, but they just dismiss you like, like you know, you have nothing to do with the bloody occasion. Yes, my favourite part of the week, it is the GA Quick Picks. Can you believe it? We are at the All-Ireland Senior Football Final. It's Kerry versus Donegal, just the one match in town. And we are going to see where everyone has gone this week. It's such a tough one to call. Tommy Rooney, good morning. Morning, Ashleen. How are you? Good. Now, not too bad. Let's have a look straight away. We'll get straight into it, where everybody has gone. Is there any surprises in here? Full house. So Tommy Kerry, Will Kerry, Owen Kerry, Adrian Kerry and Ashling is Kerry. Woo, I thought we might have one Galway. Yeah, I thought maybe Adrian might have went in there with a Galway. He likes to stir things up a little bit, doesn't he? <laughs> what do you reckon, no, Tommy? No comment. <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> so was it an easy decision for you? Um... Like, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be tight. I, like and I and I said that on the football pod during the week, and I said still like carry by five. I think this game is going to hit a a messy period with about twenty twenty five minutes to go when it's going to be in the melting pot, and I just think Kerry are going to pick up on what they did against Dublin and get through it. I just think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to collapse. What is the messy period? When Galway still have a chance. And they dragged them back into it. The way the Dubs dragged themselves back into that game against Kerry the last day, and it looked like Kerry collapsed all the players around them pretty much. Um, they couldn't get a score, apart from Paddy Clifford, and Sean O'Shea steps up with that free at the very, very end. So, I think that Galway are going to be in this game. I just think Kerry have enough on the pitch. Yeah, I don't think Kerry would have went away from that game saying that they put in their best performance. I think they would have liked to have, have won out that game by at least four or five more. And for Khan not to be playing for Dublin as well, I thought was a, was a massive thing. Imagine they had Khan. So I don't think it, it's all plain sailing. I don't think this is as straightforward um, as maybe some think. You know, I think it's definitely going to go down to the wire. How are you feeling, Owen? Like five points uh, from uh, a prediction of five points from this weekend is it's something of a hammering, isn't it? Like given the way everybody expects in an order in the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. Is on. Like, yeah, I just yeah. I think that's a healthy enough one. But like, I mean, I'm not I'm not confident enough to to say it'll be five points. And I think one one of the really concerning things from the second half was actually just Kerry's attack. And and I think that maybe the, the wind in the hill and because Dublin were struggling to find their range in the first half. We've kind of got lulled into this narrative around Kerry in that second half that they just didn't have their shooting boots on. That David Clifford had two wides and therefore Kerry didn't have their shooting boots on. They actually, it, that actually wasn't the case whatsoever. I mean, watched the game back and that felt the case at the time. But as the lads have mentioned in the football pod multiple times, the reality was that Kerry just lost their shape completely. They actually didn't have a whole pile of, of opportunities. Obviously, you've got 
Clifford going wide twice, which is big and memorable, and Stephen O'Brien picking the ball uh, off the ground in the box, which is memorable, and, and Dermot O'Connor going short. But but other than that, it was just actually maybe a lack of opportunities or a lack of good quality chances, which defined that second half for Kerry. So that's a real concern. That's how they left their semi-final. And that's what, what you'd be really, really worried about because their attack is the thing that supposedly marks them out from the rest of the teams in the country. I think as well, when we're building up this game this weekend, I just think none of the defenders have got enough credit at all. Like there could be a case where you know the, the the Galway full back line has a really good game as opposed to David Clifford and, and Sean O'Shea being off. Like I mean, they've got to an All Ireland final. Like why can't Sean Kelly and Liam Silk actually and Glynn actually just have these brilliant games at the weekend? And it doesn't necessarily need to be down to Kerry having an off day. And by a similar token, why can't Jason Foley just go out and beat Damian Comer? Why does it have to be down to these forwards having an off day? I think we've sort of forgotten that these are potential all-star full back lines but there will be all-stars handed out to some of these full backs and I think that they've been underrated so far and I think that, that we still need to pay attention to how good these defences are as individuals yes we've got two good systems but I think there are some fantastic individuals in those full back lines and I think that's going to be a really enjoyable part of the weekend those individual matchups because again without repeating myself I think the narrative has been God how do Galway cope and how do they manage to, to stop the bleeding against the Kerry attack? And similarly with Kerry, it's like, how do they handle Comer? How do they handle Walsh? How do they stop the bleeding when the, the Galway forwards will surely run rings around them? I'm not sure that's going to happen. I think there's going to be a couple of individual battles that are going to be won by the defenders in the full back line this weekend. Oh, and just on that, I actually think for both of these teams, the system is more important than the individual matchups. And I, it, It's true. I've, I, I think, yeah, I just think it's hard to call some of those matchups. And it's hard to predict what's going to happen. Like, I know you're right in saying that Jason Foley could have a match winning performance with Damian Comer, but I'm not sure, sure that's going to happen. I think if Kerry are going to stop Damian Comer, it's the system around them. It's starving him of, of possession around the D. And likewise with David Clifford, if it's Liam Silk or Sean Kelly, who's man-marking him, it's trying to get David Clifford out of the scoring range. But does David Clifford even have a scoring range? Like, a, He's the type of footballer that can score on a half a step or two steps. He's so hard to stop, like. I, I totally agree that the system is something that defines this defence, but I also think that within the system, I'm expecting a couple of big individual performances this weekend. We've seen it in the past. We've seen uh, we've seen the, the old Tom O'Sullivan get man of the match in an All-Ireland final against Cork, and sometimes a cornerback can just step up, mark his man out of it, and come home with the, the, the uh, man of the match award. And if we're expecting a cagey affair, that would play into the fact that we will not have one individual who's going to kick 1-5 potentially this weekend. I know that's famous last words and Comer's going to score 2-4 now after saying that. And I'm also concerned about, you know, a clean sweep of uh, predictions here. This is like worse than the D2 advertisement, to be honest. Like, And uh, I'm personally on an absolutely horrific run of the predictions right now. So you've all got on a terrible bandwagon by following myself. It'll be all your fault now on if they lose. <laughs> so, Tommy, how do you think Kerry will cope with this system that, that Galway play because they haven't really came up against it very often yet in this championship, that defensive setup. I think Kerry will, will be slicker and move the ball faster than Derry will have. Uh, I don't think Derry had the same options that Kerry have, obviously. Um, I think we might see a slightly similar game to the Armagh game. There's a bit of chaos there. Like, like let's not get ourselves here. The, the Galway system isn't perfect yet been very good it's been very impressive but they creaked in the last 10 minutes against Mayo Mayo nearly got back in that game and Mayo don't have the shooters as we famously know that the likes of Kerry to have Roscommon were 9 points down and they nearly got it back Armagh dragged it back to a draw into extra time 
Derry just didn't have the options up top. They didn't have the variety in their attack. Even though they hit big scores all year, it, it, we just suspected that was going to happen. So, Galway, as, much, as good as their as defensive system has to be, they also have to click going forward. Like That is so important for Galway this weekend. And same with Kerry. I actually don't think, I think their defence, there's that statistic, they've only conceded two goals. One of them was a break, Coslo, brilliant finish. The other one was McCurry's wonder goal down in the league. Two goals from play. But I don't think they've been tested. I really don't. And I think, as you mentioned earlier on, Khan missing the last day. I don't think that means that Dublin win by a point or Dublin win by five. I think it changes the dynamic of the game completely. I actually yeah. think for about 50 minutes the last time, Kerry were maybe seven, eight points better than Dublin. But Dublin dragged them. This is one of the greatest Dublin sides we've ever seen. They've still got the hallmarks of that team. They've still got many of those players that have played in finals. There was no surprise that Dublin were able to drag themselves back into that. So, um, yeah. go on, on. Like, I'm just on, on the point of not being tested, like, so the... I, I agree with that on, on on a wider sense, but just in, with regards to, 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 to the defence, Tommy. So this is something that was picked up on earlier in the league where this new um, system had been brought into play. So I think it is somewhat relevant. It's not totally relevant, but I think it's somewhat relevant to look at their um, defensive showings all throughout the year when Kerry were scoring goals. What were they doing at the, the other end of the pitch? And this goes all the way back to playing an entire Division One campaign and conceding one goal from open play. I know it's not the same, but also you got to remember that Dublin have been scoring goals. They did not score five goals in the Leinster final this year as well. Dublin have been but creating goal-scoring opportunities. We can't. And, and, and they had Sorry, they, they had they, one chance. They did, you wouldn't even say the Costello goal was a chance in the All-Ireland final. The only goal chance they had was James McCark. And uh, it was straight at the goalkeeper. Yeah, the Mayo had, yeah and, and Mayo had one goal chance, which was Kevin McLaughlin. So, so I, I would say they've given away two goal chances. In, in two games against Mayo and against Dublin. And I know Mayo aren't what they once were, neither are Dublin, but they are still, they are still in the top five teams in the country. Like, I mean, it, when you compare them to, to some of the teams that, that Galway have come up against as well, I, that's, like, that's, I don't know, I, I think the defensive thing is, is, is a real thing to, to cling to for, from a carry perspective. I don't think the jury is out whatsoever on that defence. I think the question is, can Galway get around what is proven to be a, an excellent um, defence when it comes to stopping goals? I would have I would have big questions over that because it's a different sport in February and March. It's a different sport in Munster. Like when it gets to Crow Park, the last two games then. But you've gone up against a Mayo attack minus Tommy Conroy, Ryan O'Donoghue, Kieran O'Connor who hasn't looked right all year. Like a Mayo attack that a Jack Carney is a full forward, a midfielder turned into a full forward, whipped after whatever thirty five minutes. Kevin McLaughlin had the chance. Kevin McLaughlin butchered that chance. Should have been in the back of the net. Uh, yeah. Like. Like Dublin didn't create a single goal chance against Cork, so Cork shut down Dublin in Crow Park. It'd be different if Cork shut down Dublin and Parky Rin. They shut them down in Crow Park. They were blunt. That Dublin full forward line was pathetic. The last day, it, it was very poor. The runs, the the shape that they had, they couldn't get into the game at all. Rock barely touched the ball that day. Mm. Like it was very poor the Dublin attack. Costello's break, that goal doesn't come unless it's a carry turnover in their own forty-five. Like Dublin smelled blood. They went for it. It was a savage finish. Used the defender as a shield and put it in. But I really, really don't think they've been tested. Really so don't think what, they've been tested. What are you seeing in terms of the concerns then with regards to what Kerry have shown them? It sounds like that you are expecting it's them not, to be open. It's not, that I'm cons- it's not that I'm concerned. It's that I'm just not buying it yet. It's just not buying it. Like, who, who have they gone up against? Yeah, Dub- Dublin and Mayo. Like, I mean, who who would you prefer? The Dublin and Mayo against? minus... 
minus yeah, their, yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. Who, who would you who would you prefer them to go up against? Like who who is well now the pressure's on this weekend. They're going up against someone like Damian Comer, who's in the yeah, form yeah. of his life. Rob Finnerty, who's been picking off points left, right, and centre. You know, look, Derry put Chris McKay and Rob Finnerty. Okay, so, Owen, like, last word from Owen. Go ahead. No, but the, the question is, Tommy. Like, I, I get that, but like we're talking about an All Ireland finalist this weekend. So, yeah, who who would be obviously Galway are going to be a bigger test than everybody else. Like, I mean, I'm not arguing that whatsoever. But is, is there any other team out there that you would have liked to have seen Kerry go up against that would give you a better idea of how that defense is going up against? Because I would still consider. I know that they they're missing players, both teams. I would still consider Mayo and Dublin to be two pretty good teams with two pretty good attacks. Like you could count on one hand the number of attacks that would be that would give you a better idea of how Kerry are holding up. No, or, or, or Dublin, Dublin McCon Owen, like like Dublin McCon, like one hundred percent Dublin McCon. Like we saw what Dublin did against Kildare. Dublin McCon, one hundred percent. He's a, he's a transformative footballer. Absolutely. Yeah. We do have a leaderboard, so we're going to have a quick look at that before we have to wrap here. So woo. Ashling, 78%, Tommy. How do you like how that? Is that? How is that possible? I overtook you last week. Because the maths was done wrong. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Uh, okay. Well, this is what I'm told here. Uh, Tommy, you're 75%. We will on 72%. Owen, 64%. And Adrian on 64%. That doesn't make sense. There's something fishy <laughs> going on here. You may as well go for a score prediction this weekend and whoever wins it, wins it. <laughs> I uh, know. We're happy you don't, Tommy. Score, score prediction. Go on. No, but like, yeah, but that doesn't be half. That's not how we decide. Sure you didn't even make any predictions at the start, so you're actually missing games as well. What do you mean? And what games did I not make a prediction? Did you not miss the first couple of games? No, Tommy. I did not miss. You actually missed a few of the, <laughs> the games, if I remember no, correctly. I don't think so. Owen, did he actually miss a few of the games? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Thank he, you. Which games? Factor into things. Which games? You were in New York. You were living it up. I get my quick picks. I always text them in. No, I'm getting, uh, they're shaking heads out here in the production box. Ah, uh, not buying that. Yeah, when, see, when I was in New York, I text Colum here and told him my quick picks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. I'll go back and check that. You sound, uh, you sound a bit bitter here, Tommy. You don't like losing, do you? No, I don't like losing. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, we will see. We'll, we'll come and do this all again next Friday and we'll have what a What do you think about Kerry's attack and Kerry's defence? Do you think they've been tested? But they, say that again, sorry? Do you think Kerry's defence have been tested? I don't think either of these teams are, are their systems are fully up to scratch yet. I think they're both getting better game on game. I was surprised that Kerry weren't better against Dublin. So, yeah, I, do, I don't know if they fully have been tested. Look at the games I suppose they've had. Yes, a little bit against Mayo, maybe for maybe 40 minutes or so. But other than that, then against Dublin. But again, I thought they were going to win by quite a bit more considering there was no con. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, Galway, I'd be very afraid of, of their system, how they set up. I think for Kerry, they're going to need to move quick. As you said, they can't be like Derry. They can't be patient on the ball. They have to take a risk. They have to let that ball in quick, try and hit Clifford as soon as, as they break because I think they'll get bottled up again once they, once they break and Galway get back. So, yeah. It, Ashley, so, sorry, Ashley. I think, I think there's like two things that are possibly true here. I and mean, we just don't know. I mean, we'll know on Sunday. A, your theory is absolutely correct that Kerry have not been tested. Galway will score a couple of goals and we'll be like, okay, we anybody who bought into the Kerry defence was wrong. Uh, or B, the, there's a possibility here that Kerry have looked like they haven't been tested because of their defence against scoring goals, where they are happy enough to let teams play in front of them. And when it comes to goal chances, that is the very thing that they want to prevent. And that is why it looks like 
Kerry have not really been put under the pump when it comes to the goal scoring. Maybe that's all part of, of, of how the defence looks. As I said it out loud, that feels like a bit of a watery argument. So maybe you will be, no, maybe the former is, is going to be exactly the thing that happens this weekend. My um, my opinion is different to that. My opinion is that, that this defence will hold up against goals, against goals. Um, but I do think they'll give up one, maybe two goal chances. And who knows, maybe Comer, maybe Comer's clinical enough to take both of them. And, and if they manage to get two chances maybe that's all Galway need or maybe I'm wrong completely and maybe they'll give up like 10 goal chances and it's just back to the way it was in 2019 again or, or last year it's it's so much better than it was last year on I'll give you that so much better than it was last year big time you can see Paddy Talia's come in and you can see that maybe Ulster like sort of defending um, it's brilliant to see you definitely can see a big big improvement against Tyrone last year you could see that they were opened up so absolutely I can definitely see that it, it's a hell of a lot better there's a lot of improvements but I think we'll find out on Sunday um, whether it's fully been tested or not and where they're at. So that is your quick I have unbelievable time from, but they're, they're a great bunch, but it's not acceptable. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.